table for two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network. How is everyone doing? It is a very busy Tishrei, and I thought I'd squeeze in a show. So, uh, before, with all the holidays going on around us, I think it'll be so fun to just schmooze with incredible guests and continue on with season 12 as we push along. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food, all the time. I love food. I love to talk about it, eat it, shop for it, eat it eat at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a cookbook author. I'm a Croatia personal chef. Uh, my business is called The Aussie Gourmet. I give cooking classes. I run chop competitions. And I just love to travel around the world eating. Um, I'd like to hear about your adventures too. So you can email me, Naomi at Nachum Siegel. Uh, Instagram, TikTok, I don't know where it's all at. That's where I try to be. But most of all, my favorite time of the week or the month or the year <laughs> It's when I'm actually on the Nakam Singer, when I'm recording my shows, meeting really incredible guests. And today, we start off with someone who I haven't seen in so long. I said, we need to make a bracha. I think there's a bracha that you make when you don't see a friend in a long time. So I'm not sure what Shechiano, someone, someone once told me to hear some mate him. <laughs> no, no, I, I, either Kiddush. A kiddish or shahaka, like on a, a lachaim. A lachaim. Make a lachaim. We should have a lachaim to, to a, we don't have, we'll pretend. That's a shame that uh, Gabe, Gabe isn't here. Yeah, we need Gabe Geller. <laughs> I've only got a bottle of vinegar, but, which is delicious, but still. Um, nice to see you. It's been, yeah, it's I been a crazy summer. We missed you a Kosher few times. Palooza. Between Kosher Palooza and other events going on. And uh, it's been a busy summer. I mean, Baruch Hashem. everyone's been traveling. Tra- I think traveling is so hot right now. You know how many countries I've been to just this year? And some how multiple many? times. Eleven. 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 I have, three more, I have three more coming up, and some multiple times. How many countries did we do this year? We did Israel in, in, in the beginning of the year, and we just did Mexico. Ah, oh, yeah, I watched, I watched way, all on, your travels. On the way back home, we made and you a did stop Italy. in Cabo. Oh, yeah. we did Italy, you're right. Oh, so huh. we did pretty good. Yeah, you did okay. <laughs> With two little kids, yeah, we actually are, I guess we're quite impressive. Yeah, yeah. Not as you impressive are. as you, though. Yeah, but my kids are bigger. Your kids are bigger, but uh, you have the courage to schlep around like this. Yeah, yeah. I love it. It all looks so good and fun on, on social. And it is. It really is. It's usually an experience. It's usually a lot of fun, but it's tiring. So I just want to say to you and to everyone, I don't find it tiring. I'm, it makes me tick. I love it. it. It drives me. It pushes me. I don't do anything I really can't do. I know my limitations. Uh, but I love – for me, being busy – is the best thing for me. And I, I, I enjoy it. I have the Baruch Hashem, the energy for she's it. She's not making it up. I mean, I invite her to an event next week. Sorry, she's out of town in Cleveland. I, we're talking about Kosher Pluto for next year. She's already scheduled to be away. Uh, Kosher River Cruise, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really... Those river cruises look really nice. They are as nice as you see them. It, there is nothing like a river. It's like a whole different experience. With thousands of people, for me, is overwhelming. It's, yeah. I'm sure they're nice, and I'm sure like, I want to go. Schiffer will never go. She's like, you can go with friends. But the, the Kosher River Cruise is like a much smaller crowd. It's it just smaller, feels more, intimate, more Hamish and intimate. More Hamish. It's more Hamish. That's how you would yeah. It's really. Are you limited to the places you can go and see? Because you're sticking to a yeah, river. Yeah, you got to go to you go along the river, but you can you then like on a day trip, you'll go like on a you'll pull over in the morning. Um, so last, how far in will you drive if you pull into the port? An hour. Like uh-huh. last year, we did a two hour bus ride over, and we could because we could the rivers were low, so we couldn't make a left hand turn up the river. Sounds I saw. Funny. I saw that one of the trips you did had locks. There's always locks. Locks are I the best. That's just like the Panama Canal. No. Me also. Till I went on the cruise from Paris to Normandy and back, which was 
the trip of a lifetime to me to stand on the beaches of Normandy on D-Day on Omaha Beach on those hallowed sands. Even now I'm like very emotional. I actually bought some sand back wow. with me. It's very, very like the, the people that died Imp- so we could be but here. impressive for an Australian. Impressive for an Australian, yeah. We were, we were right there and with America. And then I Ameri- saw this trip also with, um, with Svi going to like back to his roots in those places in Greece, right, Spain? Yes, Spain. in Greece. 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 So, so Svi's family so are Greek Jews. I want to do a whole Greek. You know how you've been doing Italy? Italy's yeah. now done. I mean, Italy will never be done, but let's talk about Greece. Greek food is amazing. You've got Chayasuri spices, there's Greek wine. I mean, Greek, Greek olive oil. Yeah. Um, Keiko does... Keiko has, has Greek wine now. They all, El, no, LV Spain. Which Spain. one's from Greek? Um, I don't remember the name, but um, I was just at Keiko the other day filming some episodes of, okay. of uh, Sunny Side Up. And they, there's a, there's a Greek, Greek wine now they're importing. So Greece, they've got great culinary um, products. And Not they have so many restaurants. On. That's why I said products. Mm-hmm. Not so many restaurants. A big shout out to Rabbi Mendel Handel, yes, that is his name, Mendel Handel, the warmest rabbi. He is, I mean, I've been a lot of great Chabad rabbis, including your parents. No way. Yeah, he's from Migdal Emek. He's the loveliest. His mother's American. I think we studied in in Alatoria and Cronites together. Loveliest, loveliest. I want to get him on the show. Amazing. He has a Chabad house with four levels of meals on Friday night. We were there in the height of the summer. What do you mean by levels? Four stories, sorry. Four story building. Four story, I think it might even be five. And four levels were, I think, four, three or four levels full on Friday night. I don't even know, hundreds, 500 people easy of people coming for for dinner on Friday night. You book in. And he is so warm. He makes sure every person is his. The Rebbitson wasn't there that week, but his lovely daughter was there also helping. I'm in son in law. And they just divided and conquered, making everyone feel. So warm and special. It's amazing. And, and everyone felt it. Like, I go into a lot of Chabad houses, and the rabbi's so busy running around, but this, this rabbi just really managed to. And the restaurant is good. They serve a little Greek food. So we actually, they're open all, you know, they're open for lunch, they're open for dinner, they're open for Shabbos, even Sudashli shit, which but is I very love, nice. I love that. A lot of times you go to these out-of-town places, and they're serving, you know, typical... Typical foods, exactly, which is fine, it's great. But when you have these places that do their unique foods for like that country or or city, we always, we just did it now in Cabo. On the menu, this this resort we stayed in had a kosher um, kitchen, just recently put in, and every menu they had one dish from like the local cuisine. Oh, so what was... And it was really unique. We had, one morning we had these really interesting burritos. Um, Another morning we had some, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but it was like tortillas that they... They cooked up with cheese and, and something spicy, pico de gallo or whatever. It was like a breakfast tortilla Oh, you're making mashup. me hungry. <laughs> Amazing. The different ceviches. It was, it was I love, I love when, they, when, they, when they do that in Thailand. You go to Chabad of Thailand. That's the, the epicenter of so Chabad. Chabad food? Yeah, you get real, you've got to go to Thailand. It I'd is, love to. It is unbelievable. I have a lot of recipes in my cookbook. I really explored Thailand, the, the culture. Talking the about, oh, that's funny. You just mentioned, I mean, we haven't gone to Thailand, but I know that Hanukkah, Shifra is actually shooting Hanukkah right now. Oh, and Greece. because we just did Greece. California, yeah, that's true. That would have been a good. Next year. So there's going to be a bit of a California feature and there's a lot of Thai in Los Angeles. Yeah. So I know that there's actually a bunch of Thai stuff going on now. I have I have a lot of Thai recipes in perfect flavors. So okay, we'll have to get off the the show. Yeah, I love I love Thai food, but I was we just I want to bring it back to Greece. So Tsvi and I 
so he always wanted to go to Greece because his family is a Greek Jews. They're Romaniot Jews. So like, let's go to his family's from Yanina. That's I where. saw you drove all the way out there. We drove up as about four and a bit hours uh, to to Yanina. But I said, if we're going to go to Greece, I want to go to Mykonos and Santorini. So we flew straight from Athens to Santorini. I I froze meatballs from Chapanash in vacuum pack, put it under the plane. They stayed frozen. <coughs> That's they amazing. stayed frozen underneath the plane. And when we got to um, the hotel, we were ready for dinner. I took a geffen noodle soup. I threw out the, the package. I, I, I just made spaghetti and I warmed up the meatballs by pouring hot water, like a, a be, like a sous vide, in, warmed it up in the sink, which was outside of the bathroom, happened to be, so that was nice. And we had meatballs and spaghetti for dinner. The next That's day impressive. we flew to Mykonos. They had a kosher Program. I saw. I was like, yeah, was it's French. A few different hotels, and they all come together in one place, and they do. Yeah, so it's or... it's like five different hotels on one campus, so to speak, and then one of them has it hosts the uh, the 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 food. The so you can get an all inclusive package. But I was I had already booked that hotel, not knowing about. Is it this. just in the summer? It's August. And I think uh, Pesach. You have to follow them, Club Turquoise. I got to have them on the show. That's right. Really it's a French group. Lovely. We met. We met some Americans. We were hanging out, you know. Um, and then we flew from Santa. Uh, then we took the ferry from Santorini to Mykonos. The Mykonos ferry to uh, back to Athens. Picked up a car and then ate food at Chabad. And then we drove up to. You see, you're all invigorated Yanina. and excited. And I'm just like getting exhausted. It was. About it that was travel. on f- <laughs> four nights, four hotels. I used packing cubes. Packing cubes are a game changer for traveling. Um, and I really was. And I'm like, I'm a really messy person. I do a lot in my life. I don't have time to fold and put away. I have to move on to the next thing. But I kept myself really organized, and we were really on top of our game. Yeah. And then we got to back from Yanina, which we explore the old Jewish city uh, in Greece, in, in Yanina. <laughs> it's a walled city. It's a walled city. And the Jews used to live inside the walls of this old city. And most of the Greek Jews were exterminated and murdered by Hitler. 91% of Greek Jews oh, were wow. murdered. Uh, and there was such a long-standing history of Greek Jews, and it's, it's gone. Were they Ashkenazim or Sephardim? Some Ashkenazi, mostly Sephardim, um, or Romaniot. But is or that, Romaniot, that's, that's not like, is, it's like, the Rome, like the Italian Roman Jews, because they, they have like their own, they're not Ashkenazi yeah. or Sephardim. Yeah, so same with Romaniot. So some, so oh, the, Romaniot were like their Romaniot own, were there before the Sephardim came. Their own Nusach and stuff. Their own Nusach, their own everything, and then their own Sifrei Torah. And then when they kept... The Sephardi style the, or Ashkenaz style? Sephardi style. Like in the box. Yeah, in the box. But when the Jews started coming in 1492, after the expulsion of you know the Jews in Spain, they made their way to Yanina and, and other cities, Salonika. Then they kind of started... Mingling. Fascinating. It's it's un- and nobody knows about this. People really don't know what a Romaniot Jew is, and it's so interesting. And a lot of the heritage was lost. They weren't good record keepers, so we there is not a lot. The a lot there there is not a lot. There is not a lot. A lot was lost. I'm tripping up you know, on my words here. Me, actually, I, I can't I even say it. But we went to the cemetery and so much, the Jewish cemetery. Yeah, it's it's neat. It's in disrepair. It's it's listen. People are traveling more, and we're discovering things, but. 20, I'm going to say about 25 years ago when I was a bocher, we went to Ukraine for Pesach. Mm. Two guys, it was actually a group of like 30 guys, we, we were sent out to different cities to do, to host Storm. And Cholomoyed, we went out with the local Rosh Ha'ir. He was like the guy who represented the community. Yeah. We went to the cemetery and he wanted to show us like uh, we were, the Veledny Kerov, we wanted to go see. And we're walking around and my partner and I discovered this one caver 
and it was Avram ben Harav um, Doivber, which is actually Avram the Malach, the Mizritcha Margit's son. Mm. Up until then, no one knew where he was buried. You found him? And we oh, told the local shliach, and uh, yeah, they verified. It was like, what? We couldn't believe it. It was crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Do people go there now to David? Now, yeah, sure. Because you found? It was, yeah, it was mamish fascinating. Oh my God, that's amazing. But I'm saying, people travel more now. Everything's more excited. Look, look, at, look what's going on for Rosh Hashanah, Uman, and Kerastir. And, I'm going to Kerastir. Oh, yeah? I'm going after the riverboat cruise now in, in, in October. There you go. We're going to Vienna, Kerastir, and Budapest, and, and uh, Bratislava to the wow. Chasm Sofa. That's amazing. Yeah, because of you. You know that? No, I don't. <laughs> I started going to Daven by Kfarim because of you. Because when I was went trying to get into Israel, do you remember that? You went we, to the oil. You t- I was trying to get into Israel November of… After COVID. No, no. November 2020. Well, during COVID, I remember during right. During COVID, and no one could get into Israel. Yeah, the Anakul. And I, I, my Anakul was born, and I'm like trying to get into Israel. Twice a day, I would apply to the Israeli embassy here in New York, and twice a day, they would reject me. They said, no one's coming in. And you said, go to the Ohel. And I started davening at the Ohel. Um, and and I'd been before, and that started my thing because I ended up, because I really feel like the the Lubavitcher was my shaliach for my tefillot to Kaddish Baruch Hu because... Uh, literally a week later, I got in after I went to the Ohel twice. Incredible. And I really went in. And, that's, and then I started going to the Rivnitzarav. And then I've been in Israel. I went to Shimon Bar Yochai. So, like, really, it's really good. Very of nice. And now it got me, like, I want to go to Kerastin. Look at us. We're all doing shlichas in our own way. Exactly. But, yeah, very inspiring. You inspire us <clears throat> in Kedusha and you inspire us with food. But I think that our biggest shlichas is literally expanding uh, kosher food for the masses. Showing people who do keep kosher already how amazing it can be. Showing people who don't yet or, or won't that kosher is easy, accessible, and beautiful. You know, I traveled a lot this summer. And you know how many people ask me about Fleischik's magazine? I, I don't, was, but I would love to hear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wherever I went, I think I gave someone my – I had my Rosh Hashanah copy with me. And I, I think I gave it to someone because it wasn't here now. And I vaguely remember giving it to someone who would be. ask me for this it. This year we did Rosh Hashanah. We, we came out a full month before Rosh Hashanah yeah. in order – because people want it early. Yeah, they do. They I mean, want to sit in stores today. They want to sit a plan in the summer. They want a plan in the summer for – Rosh Hashanah. I feel like once Tisha B'Av is over, it's Rosh Hashanah menu planning time. Even though Rosh Hashanah was now. But you got to leave some space uh, Tisha, for barbecue. Yeah, always. Always. And speaking about barbecues, let's just talk about yeah, The this. barbecue issue. <laughs> <laughs> the barbecue issue in the, in, the, in the summer issue. And always great issues. Yeah, I mean, the summer issue is like really way in the past. Like you're... We're, we're We've got a few issues. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yes, summer, thinking, I mean, we did, we did a lot I'm thinking of, Pesach. You're thinking, exactly. A hundred percent. Um... Yeah, we're making Rosh Hashanah, where we just came out now with our Sukkot Yom Tov issue, and we're shooting uh, Hanukkah, and nobody wants to talk Pesach. Yeah. That's the way it is. That's the way it is. <laughs> That's the way it is. So, so talk about, this. We were talk, that one of the articles now was called crowdsourcing. Oh, this was just an interesting feature that we did because we were doing steak. We were showing some different techniques on cooking steak. We had Danny Goldblatt from uh, California. She's a very – we've become very close. So she actually did a feature on, on different cooking techniques instead of just doing the regular, like a specific cut. And we asked people what different interesting toppings or sauces they would use for steak is. And one of them was actually the Tuscany truffle ketchup. But if you go through it, you can actually see some really interesting ones. Okay, so someone wrote jam with steak. Kola kavod. You do you. That's what mm. I say. Um, someone they, wrote a runny egg yolk. Okay. Great. Yep, yep. I actually fry my egg yolk and put the fried egg yolk on top. It's fully fried, not, not, not runny. 
no, no, no. It's runny. You, t- you take an egg yolk. I actually learned it on this my radio show okay. from – oh, my God. Okay, I'll think of it in a minute. She went to culinary school, um, real uh, uh, upstate CIA. Um, what does she do young. today? Gourmand. Aviva Friedman. I'm sorry, my brain. I slept like two hours last night. Aviva Friedman, yeah. you're the best. I love you. She taught me this trick on table for two. When she we fry did it, just like, the yolk? Take a yolk, dip it in cornstarch, or when, uh, take it. Or like a, a panko crumb or something? Uh, no, just in cornstarch. Okay. Then fry it for two seconds and then put on the steak. I do that at cooking demos now. I always give Aviva Very Friedman cool. the. the um, shout out because she taught that to me. But what does the cornstarch do? Just such a pop? Yeah, it's amazing. That's nice. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, okay. Uh, ketchup with a touch of cola. That's interesting. Cola. Oh wow. That's Matty Stein. Stein. <laughs> um, t- Ma- look at number three. Mayonnaise, mustard, and cinnamon. Together? Is that a mixture? <sighs> I, th- together? I think we have to try that. Yeah, that's together. Intrigued. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I, I almost want to run off the show and make it. Hmm. Okay. Very earthy. All right. I love when you crowdsource. <clears throat> and I love all your issues, by the way. Just love thank it, love you, it, love thank it. You. So l- let's put away summer. Let's talk We don't sukkas. even have Rosh Hashanah in front of us, but we can talk Yeah, sukkas. we're talking sukkahs because Rosh Hashanah is behind us and Rosh we've got sukkahs in go. front of us. By the way, this is fascinating. You know Schneer, our photographer? Yeah. So he actually, on this, photography is his hobby. He does real estate. So this is a project he's working on upstate in Ellenville. What it, what they is have it? homes for sale in Ellenville, beautiful homes. It's, like a, it's not a bungalow colony, but it's like this resort. Very cool. Oh, wow. But anyways, yes. Oh, I'd love one. <laughs> I'd love one of those. I love me a house. Um, yeah, so for sukkahs, I mean, okay, so Rosh Hashanah, the butcher's cut it was dekel. Yeah. I'm sure you've cooked with dekel many uh, times. I love dekel. It, it works like a first cut brisket, similar to the top. It's I, very I practical. Do, I do corned beef dekel. There you go. I find that works so well. But then for sukkahs, we decided to do short rib. Yes. It's another very popular I, one. And I feel like it's a staple for people for It's for a staple sukkahs. and everyone has their recipes. And it's elevated. It's also very versatile. You can use it. You can do it with the gnocchi. This is actually – Yeah, I've done Which that. gnocchi is that? Can you Tuscanini. Oh, I know that. I actually did gnocchi with um, pasta, like a meat sauce. Yeah. Okay. So you, you pull it. You've got the. You've got the. You've got. I mean, it just it really works in so many different ways with pasta or with the different the different um, sauces. Um, sorry. Oh, Near East. Oh, Ellie. Yeah. You familiar with Near East? Oh, I love their stuff. I did schnitzel coated with um, couscous. Oh, I remember. For one that. of their campaigns, yeah, it was great. So Near East is just yeah, nice, great, um, quick and easy side. Yeah. New cookbook, Vera Newman. Oh, I'm That's so happy. She she's great. I love her. She's, we did a kosher.com video together. Very sweet, very creative. And another one of the people, there are only a handful, not even one handful, not even full hand, that can take recipes and their own photos. She's one, she's one of them. Yep. It's Naomi, Khani, and Vera. I don't know anyone else that has done that. Stuffed foods on Yom Tov. Sukkot is about stuffed foods. We did a whole feature on different types of barekas and using the, using the bareka dough in different interesting Can ways. just give the barekas in California a big shout barekas out? Barekas in California is phenomenal. We drove we, out there special. We love you. We love you, barekas in California. I, I, well, you know what? What was the special when you were there? Oh, you think? You know they have one every day? Um, we oh. had a pizza one. We had marinara with, with cheese. It was phenomenal. That's, and we got the dessert you. one. That's new. No, every day they do the four regular and they have one special. Uh, well, not when I was there. 
After us. This Linda, I think you Linda, we're going back. <laughs> if you know, you know. I know Linda. We, we miss Linda. We wanted to hook up with Linda, but uh, we were there with the kids. It wasn't easy. Yeah. Okay. But um, this you had when you did your dumpling party. Shifra actually made this. This is like the samosa-inspired bareka. I love samosa. Mm. I love we did a beautiful yumtif spread. Oh, here we go. We love maspia. That... that. Maspia That's is awesome. Maspia, so Maspia has, a, has basically, you can pretty much choose your gift. And you have, um, I'm pretty sure they have you and your husband too. They have me and my husband. Yeah. We're a double threat. Basically, you donate to Maspia, you get a gift. You can get a subscription, you can get your cookbook, you can get a safer from your husband. You can even get spices now from Rifki Kleiman and things, a uh, gift certificate oh, from Rebby's Choice. Oh, isn't there that great? Go. And you're feeding the need. Coloco to Alex, besides just doing amazing things, but he comes up with these really unique he's uh, campaigns. He's really, his, his <clears throat> brain just works different than anyone yeah. else's. This is something interesting. So this is a beautiful spread Schiffer did with um, the here of uh, Lagoon Linens. But this is a feature with Sivan. Sivan's Kitchen from California. Oh, my California. God. I am obsessed with her. I, I reached out. And I said, will you do a kosher.com I think she, I just saw she did a reel with kosher.com. Yeah. She's oh, amazing. Was that, your, was that your shidduch? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I so, don't need to because she's everywhere. So we were in California. We were actually in our house. Did it, we did a feature for Hanukkah. Yeah. And um, really, really, really fun. She was great. I think people really like her. Is she her. fun? Is she fun? In her person? accent, her soothing voice. Yeah. Somehow people were. So I don't know how all those Danielle does it like that. And Sivan, they have these calm voices. I'm like, and this is what I do, and this is my favorite dish, and I think my accent sounds like I'm screaming and running. And she has it like she has it down to a science. Yeah, yeah. Do they write it up before they do their thing? I was do my reels as I as I see no, it. I, I think they plan it. I think there's a little bit more planning. I think someone like Sivan, if I'm not mistaken, even will take, they'll do two or three in a day and they have their photographer or their assistant come and actually shoot it. It's more planned out. Oh, because I'm fly by the seat of my pants kind of gal you when do, I do you, my you, you do what yeah. works. I can't. I just jam too much in in a day. This was fun. Some beautiful desserts. Um, cardamom buns. Cardamom is such an like interesting Like cinnamon spice. buns. I love such cardamom. I always enjoyed cardamom. You get it in Indian. You get yeah, it in Tell in, us, yeah, tell us what South the Africa flavor is of, of cardamom. cardamom. It's, it's it's in the nutmeg cinnamon family. It's very earthy. Right? Would but it's got like a hint of sweetness, I think, or fruitiness right. to it. I, I love it in anything. It. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's some great desserts, um, cardamom buns and the different uh, twists and uh, barrecas and cakes. What's the go-to in the Klein house for? What's that? For sukkahs. What do for you make? Sukkahs Every sukkahs that your kids or like. mains? Main. What is... A go-to that you make Class, every year. It's, got, it's probably going to be classic roasts. Um, we're very into our traditional. My, my son and I, we like gefilte fish. Yes. So it's going to be gefilte fish. But then we'll also do an interesting side. Schiffer did the Rosh Hashanah issue. She did a tamarind curry cider salmon. Oh, yeah, that was very cool. That was very yeah. different. And, and you can add it at the end so it doesn't get soggy. Before we, before we wrap up, do you yeah. just want to tell everyone how to get a subscription yes, and how sure. awesome the app is? Because I love the app. Okay. So basically, if you want our recipes, if you want Nomi's recipes, from the beginning, flashix.com, subscribe, subscribers, get free access to the app. There are thousands of recipes. They're all right there. Now, before Yom Tov, everyone's using them. We're getting a lot of questions, which is great, and we're trying to help everyone out. Do you have someone um, answering questions for you? Besides? I try. Schiffer does. We have a lady doing customer service, whatever. We pass it on to whoever can handle it. Right. But the app has been very helpful. How many subscribers are you up to at this point? Um, it's almost, I think, 7,000. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Kol HaKavod. It's really the magazine to get when if you're a foodie, if you just, even if you don't like to cook, if you just like to eat or you like to look at pretty food pictures, you've got it all here. That's it.
And you're a great collaborator. You like working with people. We love with working people, with everyone. Restaurants. And, um, and are actually, we're working on a Kosher Palooza issue. It's going to come out after Yom Tov. It's going to be all about Kosher Palooza, which unfortunately we're not here for. But uh, and when next Eine year. Klach, when Eine Klach are born. Eine Klach definitely take precedence. But yeah, next year, sorry, I'm going to miss already. But either ways, um, it's great being here. I, and, I uh, love having looking you. Looking forward to Rosh Hashanah and Sukkot. You and Shifra, it's been a long time. Yeah. We used to do Shabbos meals together. You haven't <laughs> been here for Shabbos. I know, I know, I know. It's 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 really unbelievable. We'll do it soon. It's uh, uh, 51. 51. Sukkot is 50. Rosh Hashanah was our 50th issue. Uh, we did a big event, which I think you were out of town. I've been away. You were out of town for that too. No, I've been away since. I was away. I was home for a little bit, but I, I've been away since June. Pretty much. June. 14th, I think we I did left. a beautiful event with God Elbaz here at the. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I just JCC. missed that by a little bit. Yeah. Okay. What? But we d- we definitely missed you. But uh, hopefully, uh, in the next couple of months, we'll get you here and there. Yeah. Just let me know in a little bit in advance. Thank you for having me and thank you uh, for wishing you a good thank year, you, a healthy you. year. Amen. from the kids on Amen. And same for you stuff. and your beautiful family, and to Amen. give my love to Shifra. And we're gonna do a meet. Like, let's even meet for coffee or lunch or to. something in the next week or so. Sounds good. We'll steal you away from the kitchen. I know you're shooting today, so today at least I know. At least I know you're off the next week or so. We can grab next week. We can talk food off camera. All right. Thank you so Great much. Stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Shlomi Klein from Flashix Magazine, flashix.com. All right. Naomi Ross is up next to bat. Um, you can you can stay and just move up one. Or Naomi is a longtime friend. We have been doing talking food for a very long time. We both live in the five towns. People used to say. Uh, Timmy asked me questions because I'm Naomi Nachman, she's Naomi Ross. People would, I'd put in a, she'd put in a recipe in a newspaper and that asked me questions. And I'm like, no, I'm the other Naomi. So um, we're both in the same field, both with the same name. And we both love to eat and talk about food. Uh, and now Naomi has added a cookbook to her resume, The Giving Table. And she's done a cooking video with me recently where I interviewed her and we spoke about and cooked together, which will be released in a couple months. Um, we're going to talk today. Uh, she's also done a, a show with me at Flashik's Kitchen. Do you remember we did a – Naomi came to the Jones's Kitchen. You're still there, right? Um, and you're headed there now. So um, we did a cooking video when her book came out, a, a cooking segment for Table for Two when her book came out. We're like, we need to talk to Naomi a little bit more about the book and how we're going to prep for Sukkot because there's so much going on. How are you? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a marathon. Um, it's always fun to talk to Shlomi, right? You know what? I, I was sitting on the side watching you guys. I was just enjoying watching. He's he's amazing, you know? Like, she and Shifra are just... They're, they're innovators. They're, they're innovators. They're, they're the first. I love being the pioneers. And you're also a pioneer in this. You were doing this very early on, before the big foodie boom. You know what? Everybody has their... As he said, everybody has their shlichas. And know? their time. Yes. And their time. And you were the first. One of the first, one of, of the you, modern you, day. You, you hang out long enough eventually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. We're, uh, yeah, I just want to take a moment to talk about Tuscanini uh, balsamic vinegar, uh, delicious vinegar from Modena in Italy. This is the real thing. Uh, we want to thank our sponsors, Tuscanini, for this episode and their great products that they continue to bring us. We gave their gnocchi a shout-out in the book with in the magazine with Shlomi but really all their products are excellent I have a great recipe on my Instagram using balsamic vinegar pomegranate juice and the heaven and earth silan and that sounds good yeah it's good that yeah sounds good. It, with some garlic and salt and sounds olive oil like and good intense flavors yeah I like it and you just let it marinate yeah. and grill it up and 
Actually, that my mouth good. is watering as we talk <laughs> about it. So I'm really hungry. Um, yeah, so just, you know, look out for the Tuscanini products at your supermarket shelves while you're shopping for this sucus to enhance they your... Have, Tuscanini has some unusual things also. Yeah, the truffles. The uh, truffles. Those are nice, and also um, some of their, like that new lemon ginger jam that came out. That was a nice one. I did a little recipe with that. Yeah, nice. you also did. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's nice to cook or bake with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. bake. I never even thought about yeah. it. baking yet, but that makes total sense. I had an idea for that, but it never materialized. In, okay, we have time. Yeah. We have time. <laughs> Talk to us about yours. You know, get us through Sukkus. Okay. We, we got a lot going on. Sukkus is just, so, you know. So um, I have this, I realized when I was writing the book that um, I have a thing for stuffed foods, which ties in very nicely with Sukkus because Sukkus, we have a tradition to serve stuffed foods on Sukkus to show basically the bounty of harvest, the bounty of Hashem's blessings that come into it, uh, you know, as a shefa, an outpouring of God's blessings into our life. And so there is a strong, strong tradition to serve um, stuffed food items. But how is that connected? I don't understand. Because sukkahs comes after the harvest time. So we don't know what blessings we're going to get. No, meaning that that you've celebrated bringing in the harvest. Right, so why is it hidden? Not hidden, not hidden, stuffed. Stuffed, why is Meaning it? that it's like an overflowing, think of a cornucopia. Oh, okay, so it's right. it's stuffing, we, we it's, are stuffed you with are, blessings. You are overflowing with abundance. Overflow. okay, yes. stuffed with abundance. Yes, yes. so a lot of ble- oh. representative I did of not know that. blessing and that kind of thing. That's why we do the kreplach thing. No, kreplach is a hidden thing. That, oh, that's for you, you see? That, that's for Yom Kippur. Oh, okay. That's like, um, that's that's some hidden things for Yom Kippur. Okay. And you have that also with Purim. Purim, yeah. Yom Kippur Purim. Kippurim, yeah. Like so, they have that connection. But uh, Sukkot is really about expressing gratitude for the abundance of what we have um, in terms of those food items. So um, stuffed cabbage, obviously very iconic. You know what we call it in, in my house in Australia, and my mother's Israeli, even though she's grew up. She was born, grew up in Israel, and then until she was a teenager. Uh, almost a teenager, and then moved to Australia. So she says cabbage rolls. In Australia, they say rolls, but my mother says cabbage rolls. My grandmother always just called it halopshas. Yeah. My, my, my grandmother called it galopchiks. Probably depending on Poland where, or yeah, Hungary. Exactly, yeah. I love them. So I love stuff. My, my husband's family has a five-generation, now probably, I guess now I have kids, so I guess six-generation-old recipe for their family's stuffed cabbage. Super traditional, super, super. Can I have a look at it? I would love to see I'd it. I'd be happy to share it with you. Believe it or not, I did not put it in my book. Really? I did not. I put other, I have a lot of other stuffed items in the book because I loved stuffed everything. I just think it looks regal. I think it looks fun. Beautiful presentation. So with or without Sukkot, I love stuffed things. Um, I didn't put in the stuffed cabbage recipe because I, unfortunately, I sort of understand and accept that a lot of the modern young cooks don't have time or desire for a three-hour project. And stuffed cabbage takes time. It does. So I do it, I, but now I have helpers because I taught my kids how to help me roll. Yeah, really. So I feel, I feel like the biggest thing is getting the cabbage cooked up first. So what I do is I put mine in the freezer. You oh, need I time. I don't do that. I don't do it. I do it the old-fashioned way. Yeah, night. me also. I used to also boil it. Naomi, it's a game changer. I, game. I, I feel like it comes apart easier when you boil it. Nah. I'm telling you, try this. You like try it once. In the freezer. Try it once. Put a whole head of cabbage or two heads of cabbage yep. in the freezer. Yep. Let it get rock hard for, say, 24 hours. 
36 hours. It has to be super frozen. Super frozen and then yeah. put it in the sink overnight. Okay. What, the day before you so want to maybe, frost it. maybe when I did it, I didn't let it to frost enough to come apart because I did it once, but I didn't have a lot of success. And then, and then let it sit in the, the okay. drips in the so sink I overnight have to really and let then it, it just peels off easily. Do you make stuffed cabbage okay? Is it okay? Yeah, cool? I've, I've attempted, but I've This is the <laughs> best technique. And then you make your meatball and sauce yeah, mixture. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. is a game changer. Okay, I have to try it again. Okay. I will try it again. Um, but I do have some other modern stuff items I can share that are f- also fun and do, do not take three hours. Okay. Um, I have this actually, I did serve in the sukkah one year, and you get sort of two recipes f- out of this. You can do what you like with. This is a fancy dessert recipe. It's elegant. It's a hot dessert for a cold sukkah night. So you get that from it. And um, I called them, um, originally we called them lava pears. Um, And then we decided that that wasn't a good name for them in the book. So I had to come up with a different name for them. Where are they? One sec. Um, Why can I not find them? One second. Here we are. So, okay, we don't have any food today. I'm just thinking are. that. Hungry. We're getting hungry. So I, I decided... I could put up a Tuscanini pizza. Would you like a Tuscanini pizza? Can I just say, this is not a commercial break while Naomi was finding it. I always keep a Tuscanini pizza in my freezer so whenever we get hungry, we have one. In <laughs> so usually we have a ton of people bringing food and stuff. You're today always, we have you're nothing. Always, you're I'm always like, prepared. You're always prepared. I'm like, prepared. okay, we can do that. I'll, I'll put one up. Okay, so this starts out as a poached pear cup. Basically, you can serve it, you can just make the, the cups and stuff it with whatever you like. They're poached pears, but you've hollowed out, you can see a little picture here, you've hollowed out the core of the pear, like a little cup, and you poach it like that, and then you can fill it with any kind of thing, Greek yogurt and granola, something like that. But if you're, Oh, it's like an edible the, bowl, but yes, it's a poached it's, pear. Yes, exactly. <gasps> and you can do this like five days out at least, okay? All right, so take that pressure yes. off. Now, once you have them though... You can do something fancy with them, which is to shake them out. Don't overcook them because you need them to stay intact. Yeah, you need a little bite. Because you're going to continue to bake them as the vessel for a lava cake. <sighs> and so basically... Um, me. So I called them molten pears. We got rid of lava pears. We got rid of um, that name. You know, but, I like that. You know but, what? I, 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 I've read your book. I've cooked <laughs> from it. But I, I, you know, sometimes you just miss something. So, <gasps> so really, if you cut this open... The picture would have been quite messy, but it would have been like whoosh, chocolate. Ah, chocolate so, pears. Yeah, so that so that actually is a fun sukkah thing mm. because also I love hot desserts in the sukkah. Yeah, I also do. A hot apple yeah. pie, yes. even traditional hot apple yes. pie. Um, and if you're I've serving, done deep fried Oreos because oh, you can cook on Yom Tif. This year awesome. it's a hard one because you've got shabbos. the last section in my book is an entertaining chapter, meaning – Appropriate for serving a crowd um, or entertaining, so like large quantity yields mm. and some small bites. And I have in here for hot dessert these mold pear, pear and cranberry cobblers. So it is a riff on the poached pear we just did in cobbler form. Wine poached pear meets cranberry in cobbler form. Amazing. And it so, and makes a lot. And these you do them also little, freeze well. Probably. You do them in little ramekins, and it's it's um, using a sort of a biscuit topping. So you can the biscuit topping. You could you could do make that biscuit dough in advance. Actually. And if you don't yeah. like pear, you can just use apple. You could use apple. You could use apple, um, but you obviously wouldn't have to pre-cook them like you would the pears, uh, pear filling. So that that but that's a nice option as a hot dessert. And in terms of stuffed items, right. which would be really nice. Um, 
I'm a big mushroom person. Me too. And these are a favorite in the house, mostly because they have like zooped up flavor from you can either use like a fake and beef fry or sausage, and it sort of just cooks into the. You had me at beef fry. Yeah, so it's it, and, you, and you don't taste it really. You just taste flavor. You just taste better flavor. So that's so that's a that's really good such one. Such a cute idea. And the la- last but not least, this is for those looking for a little bit healthier option, and that is um, some quinoa stuffed tomatoes. Quinoa. Quinoa stuffed tomatoes. I stuffed, wanted to show instead you of rice. Tomatoes. I don't know, I don't like rice, so quinoa is great. Oh, that's right. You don't like rice. Yeah. You could do a quiche that's also stuffed in a dough. <laughs> do you do milk meals? I you do. know, I'm, I do at least one. Okay. You came one time. You came that was yeah, a milk meal. That was in a milk the sukkah, meal. In the sukkah. Amazing. Almost here. Sorry. I should have I should have dog eared the page, but I'm not gonna dog ear the cookbook. Mm, you know how when you're looking for something then you can't find it? Here it is. It's okay. Oh. Okay. Quinoa stuffed roast tomatoes. So basically you make a quinoa mixture. These are Campari tomatoes. They're excellent for flavor because you get a lot of sweetness out of them, but they're not too watery. Are they, are they in season right now? Because tom- tomato season's kind of what? just... Costco sells them all year round. Oh, wow. And they're little. So they're like a perfect size. Like almost like, for, like two bites. Yeah. They're a perfect size for serving because they're like not like as, as big as a whole tomato. Is it a parv? It is parv, but I give you an option. If you wanted to do it for a dairy meal, you could um, See, put feta, you could, you could parmesan. Put, no, you, you would gratin a parmesan cheese on top under the broiler. Ah, uh, yeah. fantastic. And that, I, that's really good. Look outside my window later. You should see how many tomatoes you I've did, got, you even did, in September. Wow. And you weren't even here to garden. I was. Hashem is my gardener. Wow. I'm so lucky. That's cool. I, I daven and he sends me food in That's my garden. That's amazing. It's like man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't gather it before. Yeah, I have to gather it, pick it before Shabbos. I get a double batch of tomatoes before Shabbos. Um, yeah, no, tomatoes is really easy to grow. You like make a hole in the ground, stick in the plant. and Do you, do you have the, um, yeah. the yeah. what do you call them, the cages? Cages, yeah. Cages. Yeah. And they, the vines it. wrap around that. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It just, I, I have had success this year with yellow tomato, yellow zucchinis, yellow squash. Wow. Big fat ones. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, amazing. We've done really well. You can stuff a zucchini also. Many, yeah, yeah. You Merci. Do, yeah, don't, sure. Don't, um, different Syrian. Kind of Bukharian, Bukharian stuff food. I just recorded the an Syrian meshi. They have even a device for yeah, um, hollowing it yeah, out. They they do use that device with eggplant and with the zucchini, and they hollow out the inside to stuff it. And then it. they stuff it. I just recorded yep. an episode with Chagit Levayev for kosher.com, and we made um, onions stuffed mm. with meats. Oh my god, that was That's so yum. good. That is right up my alley. That's very savory. Yeah, because I love yummy. onions, you know. That's um, really good. So that was yeah. So they're just different ideas that you can stuff. Um, what's on your menu? What's on my menu? I, I don't know if I have like a set menu, but I I definitely try to get my baking done first so that oh, I can really? have. I do because do- I, I like to try to get unless it's a fresh fruit dessert, then I do that you know right before. But if if I can try to knock off in advance some cookies, cakes, things like that, and just have them done then I know that that's off of my head. With, with Yom Kippur being on the Sunday night, Monday, correct? Keeping that in mind, and Rosh Hashanah is a week before. Okay, what is the order that you start cooking and baking and preparing and all that? Because we've just come off Rosh Hashanah, right? right? Um, what, so what was the order for you? How does that, how does that run? So 
I'll be honest because you're asking me, so I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah, we, we're always looking for honest answers okay. here. <laughs> yeah, the honest truth is that my cooking for Sukkah starts way before that because – Oh, so good. That's what we want to um, hear. Be organized, people. Because, be organized. Because basically what my strategy for – it's a lot of meals. It's a long month of, of entertaining and cooking. I host a lot. So my strategy is always things that are – long time cooking things like soups, things that take, you know, several hours, like I'll let my chicken soup go for six, eight hours at least. So things that are big pots of things that take a long time that I want to just get out of the way and that freeze well. Soups freeze well, meats freeze well in sauce, especially. Stuffed cabbage. Stuffed cabbage, things that are like a pachka project that will take me a couple of hours. Those have to get done first. So that way I know it's off of my head and that way closer to the actual holiday I can worry about the things I won't freeze like fresh side dishes, fresh vegetables, fresh salads, any fresh fruit dessert, things like that. I don't freeze my pies, right? So if I'm making an apple pie. You um, can't freeze apple pie? Many people do. I'm sure Sarah Lee does. You know what I'm saying? Sarah <laughs> like, Yeah, but but I, I happen to like them fresh. And they will last. If I, if I, you know, if I do my pie dough, I'll freeze my pie dough. I'll do my pie doughs in advance. And then I just, you know, whip it out of the freezer and I have my pie dough discs ready to go. Right, and then right. I can that's just roll it out. You could even it. put it in the shell and yeah, you and can. Yeah, you can the, if you wanted to. Sh- if, you, if, you're, if you're doing any kind of pie where you just need a bottom crust also, you could do it that way. Have everything, tart shells. Have it all prepared and frozen in advance, and then it's just, and then it comes together very quickly because it's right. just it's just preparing the fruit pr- pretty much. Um, so that kind of thing, I I try to leave the fresh items that I don't want to freeze. I leave and I work backwards. I always work backwards to okay. I'm planning my my task schedule of how I'm going to execute cooking everything, and I'll say okay, well these are the items that I have to do closer to you know to the holiday, and then I work backwards with what. It can be done farther away, right? And so the, generally speaking, soups, meats, kugels, those things I'll always do in advance and freeze. Things that are fresh like side dishes or vegetables that I don't want to freeze, fruit desserts, those get done right before. So Amazing. Yeah. Okay. This is very exciting. I love to hear about and inspiring as well, how, how other people do it. And, and there, we're always and, on the there, same track. And there's also the seasonal things I love to incorporate. I love like the fall. I love fall. Autumn is like my jam. I love the crisp weather and I love, I like the warm, cozy Can we foods. go to the farmer's market together? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, and especially, you know, our CSA that we belonged to was on hiatus this year. so I, They didn't do it the whole summer? It was a whole crazy story. They, they ended up um, not having farm space because they had been leasing their farm space and they, the people who actually owned the land wanted it for development and they are starting a new farm they took the whole year off to start a new farm in vermont and then they'll be trucking down stuff um, to members of their old csa like me and so yeah so we csa is um community shared agriculture and you buy like i say you buy shares in the in the crops and every week between may and november you get a box of freshly picked whatever whatever they was whatever they harvested that Monday, you get it on Tuesday or Tuesday yeah. to Wednesday, and it was great. And you're cooking according to what they've harvested that right. week. Yeah, so, so it was you, great. I did you, it for about four or five years, yep. but now I'm away so much it became yeah, it not worth it. it. It's not worth it. it doesn't pay. But last year when you were away, I was around, which was a miracle, <laughs> um, and I took your you offered yeah. me your CSA, which was great. You I have to you have to be around to use what you're getting. So exactly. Um, so the, but that kind of so I'm looking for farmers markets to to replace um, squash. Good, uh, you know, fall greens, Swiss chard, all that stuff. I love that stuff. Yeah, I love it. Let's go to the farmer's market together.
I think it would be so yeah. cute to walk around. And, and pomegranates, by the way. I went into Costco and I was looking for pomegranates. I couldn't find them. And they said, oh, don't you know, that's now a fall fruit. It comes in October here. And I was like, okay. Yeah, not in the Jewish not world. Not in the honey. Jewish world. <laughs> <laughs> or Trader Joe's, yeah. Okay, um, amazing. Naomi, yeah. thank you so much. You can pick up a copy of Naomi's book, The yep. Giving Table. This is my copy. Did you sign this? Yeah, I did, did, of I course. Did. Two, it says, Dear Naomi on, of Naomi Squared, because they call us Naomi Squared together. <laughs> Book it forward. Pay it forward. That's what her book is all about. Pick up a copy. Take note of her amazing food and, and her prep orders and inspiration for your menu this coming Sukkot, which is like imminent. Thank you. Okay. Thanks right. for having me. Thanks. Thanks for coming. And sorry for the little delay that we had in the beginning. It's always fun to hang out, though, with everyone. Thank, thank you very much. All right, careful. You've got your little strap there. You're going to give that to Abby. Abby's on the show. Okay, yes. Um, so on my lineup today, I couldn't not have my dear friend Abby. Uh, she's British. She's in the five towns. Uh, hi, how's it going? It's um, from Kazan of Judaica. I think I've also tried to have you on before every big season. Yes. To inspire us to, you know, not only do you want to have great food on your table, you want your table to look beautiful. That's right. And, and that's our aim. That's your goal here. And let's, I invited Abby to come on and let's talk sukkah decorations because it's so exciting. To. So I'm going to show you two gorgeous new items for this year. These are Lucite sukkah decorations. <gasps> I bought you silver ones. I know you're a silver girl. (laughs) Look at my tablecloth, everyone. From Tablecloth Direct New York. You can follow him on Instagram. Naomi. Um, um, Yeah, so he has gorgeous tablecloths. He's in Crown Heights. He's got a store. He's got a brick brick and mortar store. But he also has on Instagram. He's also known as uh, For Your Tablet. T-A-B-L-E-E because he's French. Um, That's right. So gorgeous tablecloths, and you can use them for your sukkah. And it also, mine is silver here because I love Look silver. Look how good they look together. Look how gorgeous. I use this. Well, I'm not, I'm not around first days. I'm away for sukkah's first days. Um, but here, look how gorgeous that will look. Tell us about um, what you've, what else you've got here. These are- so for every festival, we try to come up with beautiful tabletop items, paper goods, party goods, arts and crafts for the kids to make everyone excited about celebrating all our different chagim. So you'll find our stuff in your local kosher grocery store. Or, or in Belgium. In, <laughs> in Belgium. Rem- Worldwide, thank right, God. Right, right. I was, I was in Belgium and I saw her, I saw Kaysen of Judaica. I'm like, oh, look at that. And I sent her a picture and I gave That's right, look at these. Oh my for God, the grandchildren. So- oh, I've got to get these to Israel to them. Yes. <laughs> Oh, this is so cute. They're adorable. They oh come in God. three different sizes. This is the baby size. Oh, my God. These are so cute. This is a cutie little item. Cupcake oh. topper. How do you think about these stuff? And so I can't switch it off. Everywhere I go, I'm inspired by everything I see around me, whether I'm shopping in Target for, you know, anything. I, I see items. I'm like, how can we use that? in our Jewish lives. So something like this exists for, you know, you can find these in the store in Party City for everything party related, but not for our festivals. So we came up with lots of different things for all the Jewish festivals to really enhance, to have our kids excited about celebrating and to really just enjoy the Yantif in in every way, not just with the food and not just with our friends, but also with our tabletop. So... 
I think yeah. it's so beautiful what you've done. Tell Thank us about you. the beginnings so because you work with your husband. I do. And what is Kazan of Judaism? So, where does that name come from? <laughs> I know the answer, but a lot of our new followers don't know. So I always try to like yeah, – so we always try to back it up a little bit okay. so we get a little bit of history. So this company is actually over 20 years old. Um, Kazanov Road is a road in Stamford Hill and London. many London and many um, many many from Jews live in that neighborhood. It many was, like oh. a lot, and it was always a Jewish neighborhood. Now it's a Hasidish neighborhood, but back in the day it was a Jewish neighborhood. And like all kinds of Jews, all kinds of Jews. And my husband's business partner had a printing shop on Kazanov Road. It was called Kazanov Printers. He printed, you know, photocopies and things like that. And someone suggested to him that he do Jewish greeting cards because they didn't exist. We're talking over 20 years ago. So he started printing Jewish greeting cards. And sadly, he passed away very young. And at the Shiva, they were discussing how there's so much more that we could do in terms of, you know, items for Judaism to enhance, not just greeting cards, um, paper plates, napkins, you know, coming off the paper and going into other things that you can make with paper. So that's how the company started. They had just those few items and they were selling just in the UK. Um, 12 years ago, my husband and I had just recently moved to New York and we were, you know, living this in this new country. And, How'd you get um, here? Like, why, why you? My husband actually was in yeshiva here okay. um, and had a job at the website Chabad.org. Oh, that's um, your... He was working there. Okay. Yeah. And um, we were going through the green card process, you know, all about yeah, that. Yeah, I've it's done not that. Fun. It's not fun. Um, but I did it married. I got mine because okay, I so was married. Okay, so much easier for you. We're was both d- British, so it was very complicated. But he had a, a special visa that he was able to work for Chabad.org. I had a spousal visa and we were living here and we didn't know what was next. And his it's friend... It's scary, right? It's scary. You know, you move to a new place with no family. Um, it's scary. But um, at that time... Um, Kishan, who is the original owner of Kazanov, he started the company, was talking to, happened to be a friend of ours who worked in a Judaica store in London. And he said, you know, my friends just moved to New York. Maybe you guys should do something together to get your product, you know, to the masses because there's a lot more Jews in New York than there is in the UK. Really? Um, <laughs> surprising. And that, yeah, so we started bringing products here, you know, slowly, slowly. And over the years, we've just expanded the line. It's, you know, we don't just have paper goods anymore. We have all different things and we keep adding and we get inspired by everything that we see around us. Um, we even get, ins- we, I get especially inspired actually by my kids. Really? Yeah, That's absolutely. cute. All right. Kids come to the dinner table, eat your dinner, but we're having a board meeting now. Exactly. That's You're on the board. This happens. is your future as much as it is our it current. Is. So please cough up some ideas. Earn your keep. <laughs> yeah, earn your keep. But they really do. <laughs> One of my kids in particular will say to us like, and this is so cool in school now. You should do this and this with it for Hanukkah. And they really come up with some ideas. If you follow us on Instagram, you'll see that I will sometimes tell you like how a product came to be, um, what inspired us. Um, you know, the thing, my kids will make an arts and crafts in school. I'll, they'll bring it home and I'll say to my husband, this needs to be a product. We need to make this an arts and crafts for all the kids to make everywhere. This was a great idea. And I'll give credit to, you know, my kids' teachers. Everything is inspiring. And um, we want to inspire the next generation to enjoy the festivals and not do them just because they have to, but to really enjoy doing it and want to do it and be excited for what's next. So, yeah, um, I don't know. We just made a model sukkah. 
So if you think of making a gingerbread house, right? Right. But now you can make a model sukkah. So we have a package that comes with all the bits Do you, you need. I don't have it with me. It comes with all the bits that you need to make a model sukkah. I'm going to bring you one. It's really cool. Oh, that is so, it has, so cute. It, has, it has tiny miniature furniture that you can put inside. So not only do you build it, but you can also play with it. You know, take oh. your little menchies, play with it inside. And it's super interactive. Keep the kids busy while mom's in the kitchen. That's really, really cool. cute. That's oh, really fun. Oh, adorable. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to send it to Israel if I can find oh, I, yeah, it. I'll I give you one with pleasure. To, yeah. to get it there for me. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people in my neighborhood are going to Israel. So if it's not okay. too big, I can, All right. I can ship it off to Beit Shemin. Amazing. Um, you know, it's so nice to see a young couple working so hard and then like oh doing, especially like foreigners, you know, we're not born here. We have to make our own way here. And sure. it's, it's been yeah. an amazing ride. Thank God. We're very blessed. I'm really, it's, it's really been good. And yeah, thank what, God. What is your hottest product the whole year? Like That's overall? A great what, question. Our if napkins, you went to your computers, like what was the highest? So napkins sell like really? crazy. We have all different napkins for all the different chagim. Um, right really? now, everyone's into the foiled napkins. As long as it's got some foil on it, it sells what like hotcakes. Um, Do you have what? See, I want to see what you one. mean. Well, I like the sound of that crunch. <laughs> I feel like it's opening potato chips. I have, see, loads, of, I very I have loads of Rosh Hashanah stuff with me, but... Um, oh, for me? Everything's for you. <gasps> Yay. Look how fun this is. Okay, cute. Well, you know, the Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is past. I know. But but I I actually have a Rosh Hashanah box. But why can't I use box. this for sukkahs? I can use this you for can. sukkahs. You can. Okay, so these were some of the Rosh Hashanah items that you had. Well, you yeah. still have it. But so and this then, can still be for Tishrei. Sure. And then coming up, I mean, Hanukkah it comes straight after sukkahs. Yeah. And I'm we've all got about that. Line, you know, massive line of new products for Hanukkah coming up. So yeah, thank God. We every year we're Did adding you to our line. We don't do Thanksgiving. Because <laughs> it's we not don't. really. It's I always find really that Jewish. it's not really Jewish, but I always found it's like a lot of Jews do not celebrate, but appreciate Thanksgiving it's because the, we get to thank America for being free Jews. We can yeah. do, practice our religion publicly and we cannot do that. Jews cannot do that in so many countries no. in this day and age. It's you, definitely something to appreciate. Yeah, I, it's yeah. not taken for granted. I've no. as as a as a travel of the world, and I've seen a lot of places, um, and I've I follow other Jewish travelers, um, and and even non-Jewish travelers who I follow will say like you know they'll even mention that you know religions are suppressed in. Wow. Yeah, minority I mean, as religions As foreigners ourselves, moved, we've moved to this country. We it's a great time to show our appreciation that we're able to live here. And ah, I know. So I, I, I love it. I, people always say like, "Why do you live in New York?" I go, "I love it here. I love That's New awesome. York. I love New I York." I always too. Say, outside of Yerushalayim, the my my definitely my most favorite city in the world. I love Yerushalayim so so much. I'm from Sydney. Beautiful. I'm. I always say I feel so blessed that I grew up in Sydney, Australia. Sydney's beautiful. Did you think? I have. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. My brother got married there about 11 years ago. Oh, in yeah, Sydney? in Sydney. Who did he marry? In the North Shore. Oh, North Shore. I'll yeah. Get, I won't know But them. Bondi was beautiful. Bondi, yes. I'm yeah. from Bondi. We eat in every Cats, other night. Yeah, brought dynamics to that. Oh, it's it gone. It's gone. Oh, no. But you can still get meat pies. I've got the some meat pies in my were freezer. fabulous. I've got some in my freezer. Of course you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not from Catsies. They're not making them anymore, but from different company. I love meat pies, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I love, but you know, I love Cape Town, South Africa. I think that's a beautiful country. I love so many different places around. There the are world. some amazing places, but living in New York, we we get to see the best of Judaism, which is awesome. 
right. we have a lot of opportunities here and yeah and that and New York for was definitely for Chutzlaritz for Chutzlaritz exactly and New York was definitely the place for us to move to be able to get our products to as many Jews as possible yeah I think it's a springboard for a lot of businesses it, it is the yeah. food business I can't imagine yeah. living anywhere else yeah um, if I wasn't living in Israel I wouldn't want to live anywhere else besides New York because I think there's so much going on here all the time Except, Sally, I miss a lot of events because yeah, I'm, I'm travelling. <laughs> I was just talking to Shlomi Klein about that from Fleischig's magazine. I seem to be missing out. I'm missing Kosher Palooza again. I, I can't really believe know that it. Now. Well, you know, he, he can't check with me because for other have. people, <laughs> he should have. No one else. Yeah, whatever. He should have. He knows for next time. Yeah, yeah. That's what we said last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem. Um, so if you don't live in your local, you live in a small town in New York. We have followers in Kansas, so shout out to our Kansas followers, listeners. Um, you don't live in a big community where they do not have yet your products. How can, so how can many of them? our items are available through your local Chabad, through many temples, um, and on Amazon. Amazon. What would we do yeah. without and Amazon? Many Judaica stores actually ship these days. So Judaica Place, they ship all over the country. Do, um, does we do here on Five Towns, Judaica Plus. Do they Judaica also? Plus, I'm not sure about them. Okay. They're um, right here on Central. I love them. Yes, so I, they are wonderful. That's my go-to Judaica store They're in the great. Five Towns. They sell all our items. Um, and Judaism.com, they sell stuff. Oh, that's such a great... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who are, so, I wonder yeah, who owns Jewish.com or Jewish.com. Jewish.com. Kosher.com. <laughs> Whoever started that was a genius. <laughs> um, but if anyone wants help finding a specific product, they're always welcome to DM us on Instagram. We try to be super helpful. Spell Kazanoff. I just learned how to say it. You know that I've yes, it right? you have. All the time. Well done. Because it's actually hard to pronounce. Most people say Casanova. Ka- uh, Casanova. Now you're going to mess with my head. <laughs> Casanova, Judaica, but it's Kazanov. So no, it's it's how sometimes it sounds. if you see it, then you... Yeah, you have to read it. C-A-Z-E-N-O-V-E. Kazanov, Judaica. Find us on Instagram and we will help you to find our items. Yeah. I like this little tour. It's, it's super cute. cute. We have to give them to your grandchildren. Yeah, yeah. I just got to find some. You got in Israel? Anyone no, got in Israel? Anyone I'm, got I'm Israel sure someone is. This? Yeah, it's pretty, pretty much last minute at this point. But um, <laughs> this was recorded not exactly air of today. <laughs> We have to pre-record the shows since, uh, I think since Corona, we've been recording here, um, right? So I think since the fire uh, indefinitely. <laughs> right, in the, since the fire indefinitely. But he's rebuilt. He's got the show, up, the studio up and running. But we have a good rhythm here and we're putting out great content from my living room. But, but we will do some, sh- we'll, we'll try to get a show or two in uh, this coming season uh, in the city. I want to, I've got some really great ideas coming up for to do a show in some restaurants. <laughs> Sorry? Take me on a cruise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, done, done, done. That will be amazing. Uh, you will put you on the dinghy behind the riverboat <laughs> with a flag of Nachan Siegel Network. Nachas Fashan. We'd love that. That would be very cool. That would be super um, cool. So a big thank you to Tuscanini for being a product sponsor for uh, our show, for our hot hot picks that we call it. We're picking this week the balsamic vinegar and we spoke about also the... Um, the gnocchi, gnocchi. Americans gnocchi. say gnocchi. 
but I think it's pronounced gnocchi in Italian. Uh, big thank you to all our guests, uh, Shalom Klein from Flashix Magazine, Naomi Ross from Cookbook Author from The Giving Table, just sharing some great recipes, and Abby. Thank you so much for having Kaysel me. It's lovely Jadega. seeing you as it's, always. Yes, and we're actually getting together after this. She's staying, and we're going to do a whole Instagram on setting a table for Yontif. So yes. you can find that on our Instagram Late. We'll make a reel of this so people will see it. Okay, sounds good. All right, so uh, good Shabbos, good Yontif, good everything. And uh, we have music sponsored by our friends at Kedem right up until candle lighting today. Good Shabbos, good Yontif. Thanks, Samaya.